Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. I'm here in St. Clairsville, Ohio at Christ the King Lutheran Church. It's the congregation where I grew up. I was thinking about this congregation last week as I was standing in the youth room with Pastor Lorne and we were taping his sermon. And being in that sanctuary always reminds me of this building and the sanctuary here at Christ the King that's so similar to the old sanctuary at Prince of Peace because they're congregations of a very similar era. The congregation here at Christ the King was birthed on Pentecost Sunday in 1959 when they signed the initial charter for their congregation and built the original church building in 1962. And it was in 1982, after our family had been here for a few years, that a later addition was made. But then that has remained, other than a couple other classrooms that were added, the the bulk of the building for this entire ministry of theirs over these 60 years. The sanctuary at Christ the King was so important to me because it became one of those anchors for my faith and where I was nurtured in the faith and part of how I associate the family of faith in which I grew up. I'm here at my parents' house. They're moving out after living here for 41 years in St. Clairsville, moving to Prince of Peace and Loveland, and so that's exciting for us, but there's always that bittersweet part about leaving your childhood home and their home for 41 years. As I was driving the truck down the road as we took the bulk of their stuff out last week, I was remembering driving in in 1979 in the moving truck, driving up Reservoir Road and pulling here into the driveway and seeing a whole crew of people here ready to unload everything from the truck. And these people that were brand new to me at that point that became part of our family. Uh, So many campouts over the years, so many congregational parties, uh, gatherings at the holidays, these people that became literally part of our family, that spiritual group that, that nurtured my faith and helped me to grow into the person that I am, and certainly such a large part of my call to ministry. And so what a gift this congregation at Christ the King was to me growing up as it has been for so many others as Prince of Peace has been. And I was thinking about that this last couple of weeks as well as I interviewed Jonathan Stuff and Aaron Rutz, two sons of Prince of Peace that are now entering into ministry themselves. And it's part of their nurture in that family of faith that's been such a part of their growth. And it's the spirit that draws all of that together that we celebrate on this Pentecost. The spirit that draws us together in community and grows our faith, ignites our faith like on that first Pentecost as it calls us out into mission in this world. So it was here in this congregation, I was actually just standing a few feet away from here where I was confirmed on Pentecost Sunday in 1986 and Pentecost was always a huge day here at Christ the King in the sanctuary. Had red geraniums all over the chancel here. There were banners that hung across the the ceiling and with flames on them, as if we had the flames on our heads like those people at the first Pentecost. 
And it was always a great celebration. As I said, it was the day on which this congregation was first birthed. And as I sat in our sanctuary, not our sanctuary, the old youth room, what was the sanctuary of Prince of Peace, and thinking about the similarities, there also are all those differences, that this is a very different context here at Christ the King. And a smaller town versus a suburb that continued to grow up and explode during the 80s and 90s into a much larger community. And here we're in an Appalachian context versus a suburban context, different places to do ministry, different paths after they formed out of very similar roots. But yet there is that same spirit that unites the ministry at Prince of Peace with the ministry here at Christ the King, with the ministry everywhere that is the church, the body of Christ that is continuing the work of Jesus, restoring the world unto God himself with the gifts of peace and grace and reconciliation, those gifts of the Spirit that are all of ours in the body of Christ. As the Spirit infuses its power into the church, into each one of us as members of that body, we're all sent out with that same mission that unites us all as one. And it began on that first Pentecost Sunday as those disciples gathered there to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I think thinking back on the birth of this congregation, on the birth of Prince of Peace right now is very instructive as we're in the midst of this time of pandemic here in our country and in our world. We're in the midst of time of rebirth for all of us once again. The ministry here at Christ the King, the ministry at Prince of Peace, the ministry of all of our congregations will not be the same when we come out on the other side of this pandemic. It is changing things in our society. It's changing things inside of us. There are issues related to technology that are changing the church. The fact that we're doing these online services, there's something about that that is going to be carried into this next reality of what it means to be church. And we're currently wrestling with what that means as we pray about that and ask for the Spirit's, Spirit's guidance for us as we think about what that looks like on the other side of this. But it's changing other things about us as well. The way that we literally relate to each other in the midst of this pandemic with social distancing and the concerns about disease and how we handle that, that is going to change us in the ways that we live together in community. There's nothing we can do about that. That's simply a reality now. And in the midst of a pandemic, when so much focus is here on this one issue, other issues are continuing to erupt as well. And those are changing us too. Right now, right in this moment, certainly things are gonna be different when you're seeing this on Sunday morning than they even are now on, on Friday as I'm taping this. When we know that tonight there's gonna to be another round of, of violence that's happening in cities around our country as people are erupting in their frustration with the realities of the racial injustice in our country. And as people once again rally around what's happened to, to George Floyd and the, the injustice of that act and what that is welling up in people and the violence that's erupting, we are going to be changed because of that. And the church then always has to continue to look at itself and think, how is it that we live into this new expression of, of how we're being 
shown the world and how we continue to understand the world together as the church. We were talking about that the other day in our Faith Connections discussion, and I was saying that as this incident in Minneapolis was first being brought forward, how I was getting tired of the, the, the frustration that's expressed on Facebook, and, and it feels like an empty frustration in so many ways because one thing happens and another happens and people once again declare their outrage, but that's not creating real change. And the church has to be part of that avenue by which we create real change. One of the people in our discussion, it was such a great moment for me in the midst of that frustration, someone with great clarity said, that's when I turn to the church. When I feel like we've got those empty moments of of trying to deal with injustice, that's when I turn to the church, the collective body that can work together for the good. And when we as the church look at all that, that is being thrown at us by this world and we wonder how it is we can deal with it, we've got to come back to that moment of Pentecost, to that moment with Jesus in the upper room that's in our gospel for today. And I want to read to you those words from the gospel. It says, When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Church, we are empowered, and we are sent. Church, we are being born once again like the church was born on that Pentecost Sunday, like Christ the King was born in 1959. We, the church, are being reborn once again to be sent into the world with the Spirit's power, to share the gifts of peace and reconciliation and justice for all. So I hope you will join me over these next five weeks as we continue to wrestle with who is the church in this time. And we're going to be looking at texts from the book of Acts during that time and looking at the early church and how it was sent into the world. And we're going to wrestle with and we're going to contemplate together what it means for us now in this time to be sent into the world, to be the presence of the risen Christ, sharing hope for all people. Thanks for coming with us on this journey. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.